joining us. He's a regular contributor on the show. He started his fishing career with the folks at In Fisherman. He he's a guide. He's uh, and he started a new newsletter. Brad Peterson. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Terry. You know, I thought we might. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, but I thought maybe we should jump right into your newsletter because it covers a bunch of the topics on the Northern Front Range that I wanted to talk about. So why don't you tell us about it and kind of take us through what's in this latest issue? Yeah, so I started a newsletter called the NOCO Fishing News, and it's covering the current conditions, fishing bites, and additional information, you know, looking at fish surveys and stuff like that for the northern Colorado region, predominantly the northeast from about, you know, that Castle Rock area heading north to Wyoming and all the way out to Nebraska. And um, what we're trying to do is get you the latest information. And what's really important right now, as Nate just talked about, you know, conditions are changing quickly. And knowing if you're wanting to get out and do some open water fishing, um, we've got information on where the the current best spots for that are happening, how the ice is holding up. Uh, and then we'll also be doing a lot about when boat ramps are going to open because with ANS inspectors, the state is having some issues getting enough inspectors. So hours may be changing on the inspection from what we've seen the last few years. So, just trying to get people the latest information so that they can go out and enjoy their time on the water. Take us through maybe some of the things you've either in the newsletter or that you've found where you're looking, researching for it about local conditions up here in the Northern front range. Uh, is the ice holding up? Are we starting to see almost fishable open water? Take us through a few of the opportunities. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for open water after Nate's report down in the metro area, I think you need to head north because there are a few spots up here that have some open water to them. Carter has probably the most. It, it at one point in time was almost completely ice-free. And then we had a cold night uh, about three, four days ago. And it, it capped over about 80, 90% again. But uh, yesterday it was open. About a third of it was open. And then we also have just off Highway 66, a little lake called McCall, and it is about uh, somewhere between the third and half open there. So we've got two spots that definitely you can go up and fish from shore. Then uh, some of the other bigger bodies of water, you're starting to see some open water, um, such as Union has got an opening out in the middle. That has doubled in size uh, since uh, Tuesday. And about the same thing with Boyd. Uh, Boyd on the south end in the middle has a little bit of an open hole that's been created. But Boyd could take a while because even though there's that open water, you go along the shoreline and or just out from the shore, but closer to uh, not, not out in the middle. And you're talking there's eight, nine inches of ice in some of those spots. So we are looking with this upcoming weather it's it's going to be a couple more weeks before you can get the boat out, but there are opportunities to get out and do some open water fishing from the shore. Just kind of take a look around. You know, that, that early open water from the shore, especially for front-range trout, you know, a lot of the lakes are stocked with trout. 
all year long, and they've had quite a bit of time to grow, and they're a cold water species. They grow during the winter also, and trout that were 9, 10, 11 inches are now 12, 13, 14 inches. And a lot of the bigger bodies of water, like Boyd and Carter and Horsetooth, have some carryover trout. Uh, one year, Karen and I fishing from the shore about this time of the year, she caught a giant rainbow out of Carter, just a beautiful fish. So there are some opportunities. Now, the fishing can turn on and off in this kind of conditions. But, boy, you don't need that lake open. You just need room to cast and work that open water because once that water opens up, if you can cast to it, you're going to get bug life and minnow life. It's going to bring in the predator fish, not to mention spawning activity. Yeah, it absolutely is. And and what you're talking about with Carter, uh, in the last uh, issue, I did an an, an uh, analysis of Horsetooth and Carter, their last about four uh, fishery survey summaries uh, or fishery surveys by CPW. And Carter is showing a lot of trout in that 16 to 20 inch range, you know, that are being held over. So your opportunity to get a bigger trout right then or, or up at Carter and in the springtime, they're a lot closer to shore. So your opportunity to get one of those big fish is really good. And as you say, you don't have to be far from shore with your presentation. You just need to be able to get a, a reasonable cast out. And that doesn't even mean a long bombing cast because most of the time in the spring when I'm fishing, I'm quartering the shore. You know, those fish have come up that that's water right at the edge of, you know, the line between the water and the shoreline. That's going to be the warmest water right there. That's where your bug life's going to be, and that's what's going to draw those fish in. So you don't have to go out there and cast as far as you can out into the middle of the lake to catch fish. What about, you said you, uh, this last issue, you had some of the stocking or test uh, net survey information from Carter and Horsetooth. Give us a few of the trends from each lake. Well, Carter has a real good population of walleyes in it that are um, in the 16 to 20 inch range, which that right there is the size that you can keep up at Carter. And the trout at Carter, again, I, I kind of mentioned those better sized trout. There are some largemouth bass at Carter that get overlooked. There's not a ton of them, but the size is pretty good. There's a lot of those fish that are in that, you know, around that three pound range and even a little bigger. So it could, it's a little bit of a sleeper there. And then when you start looking at uh, horse tooth, you've got some good and bad news. The overall walleye numbers have been on a slow decline over the last four samples. But the numbers of walleye in that 20-inch plus range have been going up. So if you want to go target bigger walleyes, horse tooth may be one of your best bets. And then for smallmouth bass, on the positive side, the trend is for a little bit larger fish. They're starting to see more of those 14-inch plus smallmouth in horse tooth. Horse tooth had kind of been notorious for having a little bit smaller smallmouth in there, and they're starting to get a little bit better quality in there. And then I know, as, as you and Karen have experienced, um, they've got some nice bluegills getting established up at horse tooth. They do, and uh, also we're seeing some wipers and white bass, too. Yep, they've stocked those, and, and they're starting to show up. Uh, most of the people that are getting into them are getting into them on boils. Um, so, you know, kind of that midsummer pattern when you're seeing them 
up there blowing up on on shad or other bait fish up shallow, and they're getting on them and catching some, and that's when they really get on good numbers of them. There's incidental catches throughout the rest of the year, but uh, that that's going to add a real nice diversity to the fishery up there at Horse Tooth that uh, you know can provide some good opportunities. The one thing with Horse Tooth is when it gets warm and those boils are happening, the lake starts to get crowded with a lot of boat traffic. So it's a real early in the morning or right about dark type bite for you to find those and, and have the best luck. Real quick, because we're running out of time, as your newsletter comes out, what other waters are you going to be analyzing and how do people get the newsletter? So we've already done Chatfield and Cherry Creek. Um, Union will be coming up. The lakes out on the northeast, I probably will not be doing a whole lot on this year because they weren't sampled last year. And with the low water levels, talking to some of the biologists and the park rangers, it's really going to be unknown as far as how the fisheries are doing, surviving. I do know that Mandy, the biologist out there, is going to try to get out this spring and do a little bit of sampling. If that happens, I'll have those results out there. But I'm going to be giving fishing reports everywhere that I'm at and, and hear stuff. So the best way to get a hold of the newsletter or get subscribed is go to nocofishingnews.substack.com or you can go to my Facebook page at Brad Peterson Outdoors. And I just put a post on about being on the radio and uh, there's a link right there that people can sign up to the newsletter. It's coming out weekly, uh, typically on Wednesdays. All right, my friend, I'm going to let you go. If they need that information to get your newsletter or just to book a trip with you or talk to you about fishing or waterfall hunting, it's Brad Peterson Outdoors on Facebook and other social media. And, of course, you're a regular contributor on this show. Thanks, Brad.